Oops, sorry. Let me <laughs> let me fade that in. Oops, sorry. Oops, sorry. Those are the great first words of any <laughs> podcast recording. No, is are we recording? Lucius! Anyway. Lucius! Lucius! Are I'm, we actually having the record button done? Make sure uh, double let, check it. Let me it. double check. And yes. Oh, okay. wow. That's yes, awesome. We're it is time for your weekly monkey business. I am your host. My name is Ropespierre. Wait, no. Hang on. Didn't he like start the guillotine in France? I, I don't know. I think so. Robespierre. French French history is not my strong suit. No, but you like history. I do like I, history. And it's something I knew that you didn't. That's weird. Whoa! It's wild. Probably because I'm helping students prep for the global exam this week. There you go. Yeah. That's strange. My name is Raspberry. Raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> we see Raspberry, Chris. I think see, you're the, blueberry. The names, the names Chris and Billy and Tiny. Those are actually our gnome de, gnome de guerre. Those are our stage names. We're, we're actually using our real names today. Is that what's happening? Is Maybe. That what we're doing here? I don't All know. All right, so let's try this again. I don't Hello, know what my, we're doing. My, my name is Ralph. No, no. Um, That's the gray hair on the backside of my head. Yes, I Hey, Ralphie boy. Hey, Ralphie boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Naughton. I know that you know that I. No, I'm not. I can't do that one. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done for today. question? Go ahead, Cher. No. Go. Are we going to actually start the podcast? No. Uh, Billy's recording all this. <laughs> yeah. This is all our intro. All right. So that was producer Sherry. This is Chris. That is Tanya. Billy is over there. And this is it's, what. Hello, Dolly. Well, hello, Dolly. It's so nice to see you in the studio again. Yay, it's me. And her uh, her surly human sidekick, Edwin, is with us today. And Edwin's first time on the mic, so let's go gentle on Edwin. Yeah, right. This is what happens when Sherry's not in the studio to wrangle all the cats. I know. She's on the phone, so she can flip me off all she wants. I'm not seeing it. (laughs) The scowls will not be seen today. Oh, no. And Sherry, your spot is actually empty right now, so I can't even actually reach Chris to hit him. There's a large eight-foot gap between me and Tanya right now. Actually, more like a six-foot gap. Four. Four. Six. <laughs> so. I don't know. Put that leg back out there. Put that leg. There we go. Okay. So um, <laughs> we're in the studio, right? We got that covered. We are. And and Sherry is on the phone right today. Mind. Oh yeah. Well, that's that. I think people figured that out about a year and a half ago at this point. That was it. Um, and Sherry's on the phone. Say hi, Sherry. Hello. And, and Chris and Alana are are in the background with her. Hello. Hello. Hey, Monk, I heard somebody made the team. Yay! Yay! <laughs> our, our girl, Alana, have, made assessments on her derby team. What's that again? Oh, we got we to and, and uh, remind me again of the, uh, of the derby name. Her derby Monkey name Wench. is Monkey Wench. Monkey Wench. I love it. I freaking love it. It's awesome. All right. I can so, just imagine her with monkey ears on and then like one of those tight corsets from like medieval times. Uh-huh. Monkey wench. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> don't forget what? the tail. We're gonna, yeah, yeah don't forget tail. the tail. She needs a tail, so, something that the other people can grab onto and pull her to the floor with. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. That was Dolly's idea. Yeah. Not mine. All right. So we're going to jump into business, and then we've got a, a fairly cool program coming up this uh, this afternoon. So everybody hang with us. Um, first of all, we want to hit our, our sponsor shout-outs for our usual gang, Knox Craft Cocktails and Comfort Foods in the Village Gate, and their wingmen, the Salinas. Uh, not the Salinas, Salinas, the Salinas, like a family. Um, first print comics over on Buffalo Road, the great escape room, and Wibbly Wobbly 
timey-wimey people who are actually bringing us Caitlin Blackwood, the young Amelia Pond from the Doctor Who's 11 series. He now knows who she is. She, and then Edwin now knows who, who Amelia Pond is. He's getting there. We started at Michelson. So he's yes. finally, he's in, in, in which episode was the last one you watched, Edwin? I would have to say, wasn't the vampire ones. Because we're in the 11th Doctor now. Oh, you're into we're, the 11th? Yeah. Yeah, we're or in the 11th Doctor died. now. Vampires in Venice, there's a belter. I love oh, that Oh, we're, we're up to Picasso. Oh, very old. Oh, that's my favorite that episode. That is a good one. Vincent oh. and the Doctor is a phenomenal episode. Absolutely tear-jerking. Yeah, Van Gogh. Emotional episode. Awesome yeah. stuff. I was about to say, like, wasn't it Van Gogh? Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, Van Gogh, Picasso, some there you go. Van Gogh, Picasso, same thing. Charles Schultz. <laughs> Charles Schultz. Yeah, see, there's a classic. Um... <laughs> And our Patreon shout-outs. We have new Patreons. We have Yay! people who have signed on lately. What so is my friend? Roderick Fowler mm-hmm. Jr. So I thank call you, Roderick. Reverend. Reverend Roderick. Reverend Rod. Reverend Rod. <laughs> Rev Rod. And uh, <laughs> is there a Reverend Roderick Sr.? Yes. Senior? And is he still with us? Yes. Awesome sauce. So we're going to say hi to Sr. anyway, too, just because it's fun. And, uh, and Jennifer Green. Hi, Jennifer Green. And uh, welcome aboard to our new patrons. We appreciate you guys signing on. Um, Apple Podcast five-star reviews. An easy way to support the show is to give us a five-star review on iTunes Apple Podcast. Five-star reviews make it easier for others to find us and expand our listener base. Every five-star review will be thanked on the air, and any comments or questions you leave will be read and answered. Upcoming events, we only have one, and it's a good one. It's coming up. It's the Winter Minicon FC3 Light, a little, little slice of what we do, and that'll be February 10th and 11th at the Grease Ridge Center Mall. With us at the mall, we're going to have a couple of Power Rangers, yes, aren't we? Yes, we are. Uh, I don't remember the gentleman's oh, names, on. I'm sorry wait, to say, wait, but wait. Tanya's going to look that I'm up. I'm going to look it up. Oh, and I'm going to vamp like, my, like nobody's <laughs> business to give her the time to do it. Uh, but we're going to have a vendors there. We're going to have our costume contest. We're going to have the cosplay parade through the mall. And the FC3 folks will be there to answer questions, sell tickets to the big show in June, and answer any and all questions. As a matter of fact, we may I'll have... I'll be there. You're, Dolly's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which means Edwin's going to be there, whether he likes <laughs> oh, yeah. it or not. <laughs> and you have to make sure make to sure. remind them that we are going to be in the theater wing again. Yeah, we're going to be in the theater wing just like we were this past Near September. Near Endzone Collectibles. Near Endzone Collectibles, who has been our generous host. We love these people. They're awesome sauce. Um, and so now do we have names? Yes. Jeff Perrazzo, uh-huh. who, um, and Kevin Duhaney. I'm okay. sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. They were both... Power Rangers from the Dino Thunder series. And if I kind of butchered the name, I know Ray will tell me. How yes, to really Ray will definitely it. correct you on that one. <laughs> and It's uh, the White Ranger and the Blue Ranger. Nice. And I, I know the White, White Ranger is kind of a big deal. Yes. And you can get their autographs and photo ops. And if you go to our um, Facebook page, mm-hmm. they'll have the information on what time they're going to appear and what their prices <coughs> are for their autograph selfies and professional photo ops, which are going to be taken by Creative Moments photo- Photography. Okay. Photography. Yeah, it's photography. Photography. Mm-hmm. Photography. 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 I'm starting a new word, photography. It's yeah. kind of like... Uh, I, I have a variety of professional photographers punk. who are friends <laughs> of mine. Yes, there we go. And, Thank you, Dolly. Yes, I'm still not awake yet this morning. The sanatorium for the morose and whatever. <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving on. Sherry's um, getting ready to like come through my phone and smack. <laughs> hey, you know, at least she's coming after you this time. That was not me on that one. All right, everyday hero. It. I'm going to go on now. Everyday hero. We don't have one this week, but not all heroes wear capes. If you know a police officer, a firefighter, an EMT, paramedic, nurse, current, or former military person who is your personal hero, 
Send us a message telling us all about them, and we will give that person a shout-out on the air at Sherry, and that's spelled C-H-E-R-I-E, because Sherry has to be different, at <laughs> FC3ROCK, FC3ROC dot org. And uh, that's a thing, because we've sh- shifted our emails around right now. So you, if you have our email addresses and they have a dot com, those emails will still kind of sort of get to us. Somehow. But switch it to dot org at this point. So if you have, my, like, mine is chris at fc3rock.org. Tanya would be this Tanya at fc3rock.org. Dan, so on and so forth. Dolly doesn't have an email yet, do you? No, I don't. we got to fix that because you're a department head now. Yeah. So, Edwin, you're still screwed. You're out of the loop there. Um, so we're going to take Edwin a quick pause. Edwin at Yahoo.com. No, yeah, there it goes. <laughs> Edwin, Edwin at, at dollyshouse.com. Yeah. Wow, people still have Hotmail accounts? It's a actually, hot, he does. There's somebody who has actually an AOL account. My mom. Yes. Oh. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a quick pause here. And when we come back, we have Sherry introduce this for us, please. We have Kristen Gunsnick, the... The author and illustrator of the comic book, Hench Girl. Nice. So we're going to take a quick pause, and then we're going to get Kristen on the phone, and we're going to have ourselves an interview. So hang with us, and we'll be right back. And we are back in the studio, and this is the voice I plan on using for the rest of the day. Oh, that won't be irritating at all. (laughs) That's not there. That won't be irritating at all. You're not running this afternoon, then. I guess not. (laughs) I think Chris is walking home. Yeah, there you go. And (laughs) I drove. I have my own car. I'm still managing to walk home. All right. So Tony has joined us back in the studio. Everybody say hi to Tony. We haven't seen him in a little while. Hi, Tony. He is. uh, Hi, guys. Our RIT has let him survive long enough to come out and visit with us for a little bit. Uh, I I got. I get to come out of my uh, dungeon and after working on homework. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're what? You're sophomore? Uh, yeah, sophomore. Uh, technically, I have enough credit hours to be considered a third year, but um, this is my second year at RIT. You're not an overachiever in any way, shape, or form, are you? Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. So now we're going to get to business because we have something going on much more interesting than, than Tony, I'm sorry to say. But <laughs> uh, on the phone with us now is Kristen Gudznick, is, and she is a comic writer. An artist best known for the brilliant Hench Girl, which she took from an online comic all the way to a dark horse graphic novel. Ooh. That is, that's amazing. That's insane. Uh, she is a dog lover who lives in New York City and is an aficionado and enthusiast of comics, anime, TV, movies, books, music, language, and pitbulls. So, without further <laughs> is there ado. Is she doesn't like? I'm telling you. I, well, probably us after this interview, I'd say. <laughs> How does she not like us after this interview? We're if Chris uses that voice. Yeah. Okay. What, what, this voice right here? <laughs> All right. Kristen, welcome aboard, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I was going to say, did we scare her off? I think we scared her off for a second. <laughs> I had that fear. Um, so, Hench Girl, tell us a little bit more about her, because I, I will be honest, I'm unfortunately, I'm not as familiar with her as I'd like to be. Um, Hench Girl is a comic that, uh, I, you know, I, I kind of broke into comics by just creating this, this comic series. Mm -hmm. I had this random idea about, hey, what, like, what would a superhero comic be like if it were told from the perspective of, like, that random person who's, like, you know, holding the bag of cash and, like, Batman punches in the face or whatever, you know, like the background people. Uh, and I was like, yeah, and and she could be a girl because I'm a girl. There you um, go. And then I was like, no one's ever done this particular story before, and the name Hench Girl is available. I couldn't believe it. And uh, so I started working on it, and I 
first I was going to make it be just a, an eight-page comic, mm-hmm. and then I was going to make it a 24-page comic. <laughs> and then we see this progression happening here. Like almost 300 pages. Oh, boy. Quite epic. <laughs> yeah. But I, I started out publishing it uh, online as a webcomic. Um, and, yeah, like you said, I just kind of kept... Uh, trying to strive upwards with it as I kept going with it. Now, this was your first, is this your first work in actual, in drawing comics, or did you have some other experience before that? Um, well, so, I'm like totally self-taught as an artist, mm-hmm. so I, I had done web comics when, when I was a teenager. I did a comic series called Misfit Assassins about a bunch of um, misfit assassins who are like, oh, we're so angsty because we're assassins and they're like all teenagers. It was pretty bad. <laughs> and it was like really, really influenced by my love of Naruto at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so everyone had a really tragic backstory. Okay. Because that's what they did in Naruto. Um, but <laughs> so I did that and then I kind of took a break for a long time. And then uh, when I was in college, I wrote a short story and I was like, oh, I kind of want to make this into a comic. And so I made some, like, 30-page comic in college. And then I took a bunch of years off where I didn't think I wanted to do comics. And then I just kind of, like, that siren song hit me again, and I started working on Henchgirl. But it was my first professional work because I, you know, I was just making comics for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. I was I hadn't been trying to be a professional comic book artist, although that was always, like, a dream of mine. I hadn't set that as a goal at that point when okay. I was working on Henschel. And, and so then it just kind of snowballed, though. Um, you know, how, how did yeah. that progression happen? I mean, you, you were doing the webcomic, and, and when did you kind of get that inkling that that um, there, there was something else going on in the background that you did not anticipate? Um, I think I, I started posting it online, um, pretty soon after I started doing it, because I remembered when I did Misfit Assassins, mm-hmm. that it kept me going, like, really regularly. I would never, I never wanted to uh, disappoint my, like, two fans, so I, it would keep me really motivated. Okay. So I started doing it as a webcomic, and I just felt like it was getting momentum online, and that gave me some confidence in it. So I, try, I started a really trying to focus on making the comic as good as I could, including mm-hmm. redrawing the first, like, 90 pages. Oh, wow, okay. Which was really, like I said, the self-taught thing. I was really bad when I started drawing it. But, um, so it was just based off of people seeming to be interested intrinsically, and in, I think it's because the, the title, Hench Girl, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, I know what that's about. Yeah, it catches the attention right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, I um I would I would do comic conventions and try to network there and stuff. Mm-hmm. And eventually, uh, I met um, a publisher, a small publisher called Scout Comics, and they uh, they were interested in putting out the single issues of Henschel. Mm-hmm. So they did it in single issues as I was still finishing it up online. And then for the trade, um, I met someone from Dark Horse, and I was, I was like, I really think this would be a great 
trade for you guys. And uh, it kind of just all worked out randomly that they they were interested in it. And so. And the rest is history. Yeah. That's awesome. That is fantastic. That's a great story. And now, now with Dark Horse, the graphic novel is it ba- it's a, is it furthering the story, or is it a collection of what you've done so far with her? Uh, it's it's the collection. Okay. I I wanted to end it at you know I left it sort of open ended so I could pick it up again someday. Mm-hmm. But um, I always like the idea of a story ending before you've run out of ideas completely. Yeah. No, I I've, I've heard that. Yeah, I didn't I'm a writer like myself, so I understand that that uh, that need there. Yeah. Okay. And also because it was my first comic. Mm-hmm. Part of me wanted to do a second comic, you know, like move on, uh-huh. so that I didn't only have this one comic that I made. Right, you wanted to be more than just hench girl. You have a couple of other characters in mind, a couple of other stories to tell. Yeah, or it might be just that I had been working on it for so many years that mm-hmm. I I wanted to do a new story. Cool. I don't know. And yeah. is there anything in the works right now that you can share with us? Yeah, um, actually summer i have my next graphic novel uh coming out uh which i also wrote and drew and mm-hmm. coming out from graphic scholastic it's going to be a middle grade graphic novel called making friends and it's about a girl who has no friends at school so she inherits like a magical sketchbook and she makes the perfect friend to be like her wingman at school Oh, that's then cool. Her friend has like an existential crisis because <laughs> she's like, "I'm a fake person." <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see that. I'm looking forward to seeing that one. That's that's definitely a really good take yeah, on that. Too. That's funny. Now, a search on Amazon shows me that you've also done work on Strawberry Shortcake. So, how do you go from your, from your own independent characters to sort of a well-known legacy character who said, "You know who'd be perfect for Strawberry Shortcake?" Kristen Gudsnick. Yeah, I um, uh, the managing editor at uh, IDW reached out to me, and he said uh, he thought I'd be good for uh, backup stories for Strawberry Shortcake, and I, I thought it would, would be a really fun opportunity to try writing, like, not my own stuff, because I hadn't done that before. I was never one of those people who wrote, like, fan fiction, so it was really fun because I, I got to, like, you know, research and also, it sort of lifted some of the burden of uh, having to come up with everything from scratch. Like, I got to kind of piggyback off of other people. Mm-hmm. What uh, comics did you read growing up? What what turned you into a comic book fan? Oh, you beat me to the punch on that one, oh, Billy. Okay, sorry, Chris. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> you know, come on, shame Would you like me back. to erase it? Then? Yeah, if you can, we can backtrack. No, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Really? No. no. <laughs> Kristen, I'm sorry. Let me warn you. Don't be the first person in the Grand world to take finale. us seriously. Yeah. No, go ahead. We want to hear what your um, influences were. Yeah. Uh, when I was little, okay, in like the 90s, it was really, really hard to come by manga. Like, you could just go to this one store at the mall and they would have like two graphic novels. Um, but they had like Ron and Half and Inuyasha and stuff. And I would read all the manga by Rumiko Takahashi, and I was really, really obsessed with her, and I still am. Her stuff was always so funny, and the art is, like, so, like, perfect, and yet 
kind of simple. Like, it's easy on the eyes, but it's so well drawn. And I just mm-hmm. loved her sense of humor. I would read, I would read, I would have like four books of hers and I would just read them over and over again until the point where I have them like memorized. It was really lame, but so for me, it was, a, I was a big manga fan growing up and I didn't start reading comics that were made by uh, Americans or Europeans until I was like in my early 20s, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But once I did, I got really into like Scott Pilgrim. Uh, I think you can see that from my art style. It looks very Brian Lee O'Malley-ish. Right. Um, and like, you know, Alan, all of Alan Moore's stuff is like kind of transcends comics and is its own sort of thing. But it's really, he's obviously really amazing. Are um, you uh, are you collecting or reading anything in particular right now? Uh, I just read... Uh, graphic novel uh called my friend Dahmer mm-hmm. about jeffrey Dahmer. oh wow okay. uh, <laughs> I, heard, I heard of that actually yeah yeah it sounds really interesting you should really read it because the guy who wrote it he he went to school with jeffrey Dahmer, and oh. he even made a jeffrey Dahmer fan club wow in school like and it's about um kind of his and his friend's memories of like that time period, was that, it interspersed with some information about. Did knowing. they base a recent movie on that book, or was it j- just coincidence? I yeah, I think they did, but yeah. I don't know how much of it they took from the book because the tra- I saw the trailer and it looked very uh, uh, made for TV ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's one of those. Uh, well, we won't call it a Hallmark special. That might be a little, <laughs> might be a little off base. Sci-fi special. Sci-fi <laughs> special. There we go. Uh, AMC. AMC. No. That's for Walking Lifetime Dead. Lifetime original movie? Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, Lifetime original movie. Lifetime, there you yeah. go. My Very friend special Jeffrey. episode of Blossom. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. There we found it. Sherry, you got anything? Because I know you always have questions. Oh, that's always full of questions. But first, I just want to say, um, Kristen, all of your comments about uh, your early manga reading. I've got a uh, a young lady at the end of at over here who is just vibrating with excitement because she agrees with you 100%. <laughs> Let me guess, she's bouncing up and down. Oh, I know. My God. If, if Alana does anything, we could probably like hook electrodes up to her and power a small city. Probably. <laughs> her enthusiasm levels are just, that's, I cherish those. We need to bottle that. Seriously. Absolutely. <laughs> I can hear her giggling. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Hench Girl onward and forward. And, and you've, got, uh, you've got your manga background and you've got some stuff in the works. Um, didn't weren't we opening it for Sherry to have some questions? And did she Sherry heard, have questions? No, I first mean, she was starting a comment, and then you cut her off. And then I cut her off. Did I, I do that? I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> Go ahead, Sherry. I'm sorry. Like I said, Kristen. Like I said in the introduction, we're not professionals. So. <laughs> Back to Sherry. Back to Sherry. See, this is why I like being in the studio because it's a lot harder for you to ignore me. Yes, dear. <laughs> Okay, Kristen, I did have a question for you, um, and I just just the one because I'm really interested in this. I mean, most comic books that we read are mostly they're about heroes. You get the occasional anti-hero, but what I really like about uh, Mary Posa is um, there's something. I mean, there's not something. It's she's very gray. She doesn't have clear motivations for things, and she just kind of, like, seems to fall into things. And I was just wondering, um, what about that concept interested you enough to do this amazing comic about her? 
Oh, thank you. Um, I, I I think I've always just been really interested in uh, like the um, sort of bad people having good in them, good people having bad in them, everyone kind of having like a choice between like morality and like uh, immorality. Um, I don't know. It's just something that always occupies my mind, probably because I like was raised in like a Catholic household. So there's a lot of like that Catholic guilt about being a bad person going around. <laughs> I've noticed that Catholicism has been really good at being a um, an inspiration for, for manga and, and darker comic books and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> I knew exactly Something about where you're being coming told from. That you're terrible yeah, definitely, and going to hell definitely. really does that for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I think the, my favorite things that I've read in the past have been things that make me like question what I consider to be a good person or like an okay person. Like, you know, the point at which you stop being on someone's side. I find that really interesting, like Breaking Bad and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of that's just something I'm like themes I'm interested in, and that's it's yeah. a great angle for for stories I think because those are are you know we we're so used to the pigeonholed characters. All right, this is the good guy. This is the bad guy. Does the bad guy have a motivation? Does he need one? No, we can move on past that. But no, it gives you a chance <laughs> to kind of look into you know the way people think. Sometimes hanging out in the gray area. Yeah, hang out in the gray area, yeah. and and uh, you know sometimes the bad guys aren't always bad and some you know sometimes the good guys aren't always good so it's it's always a great way to look at it share what else you got um uh, that's all i have I, okay. I mean, i'm just looking at my peanut gallery here <laughs> no i've just been enjoying listening so all right um i have a question for go you. ahead tanya and then i've got a couple <laughs> Which which comic book characters right now would you um, take and kind of change their story or adapt a little bit to kind of fit what your vision of people are? <laughs> is, is that was that an interview question or are you trying to psychoanalyze the poor girl? No, no, it's just no, not psychoanalyze. But you know, like she's she's doing like that coming of age gray type mm-hmm. thing. So like, if she was going to take any of the characters and kind of put them in the same uh-huh. thing as Hench Girl, uh-huh. which ones would she do and change? Chris, Kristen, a little warning. Tanya is actually a school teacher, so you know you got to expect this sort of like she's going to make you make you go in directions you weren't anticipating. Yeah, you too. No, no, I, I like the question. Uh, do you mean like? How would I change an established popular culture character in order to fit my own? Yeah, because yeah. like I mean, the TV show Gotham is coming up with the the whole story of Batman and and Bruce Wayne and things oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, like from their own version. Their own version, like 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 Flashpoint and how mm-hmm. like the different Barry Allens that are out there. That, mm-hmm. Like we have the one thought and then someone else changes it and does it something completely different. You're like, wait, no, it's not. It, uh. Yeah. So. You know, you, you're going to always have the fanboys are going to be like, Oh, he would never do that. But you know, we, we want but, to but truly, task, the, take a stretch you know, of the story. Like, like in regards to flash, there's like 15 million different earths. So you should have seen the, yeah. uh, the Facebook outrage when they didn't immediately give Monel a red and blue costume on Supergirl. Oh, you would have oh, yeah. thought the president had been shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm curious about that. Um, okay, well, I I think generally the stuff that I like usually subverts some sort of a stereotype. So, like, if it's, like, a, a male character, I might 
be more interested in, in like him not being masculine or something like that, you know, like sort of just uh, that kind of thing. But, you know, I can think of something off the top of my head. It's not a comic, but you know the movie Enchanted? Yes. That movie always, it bothered me so much because I'm like obsessed with the first half, but I hate like the messaging of it because I don't know if you know it, but it's like a Disney princess comes to life mm-hmm. and she like ends up in New York City and she like wants to sing every year, that make animals do her bidding. And like, she's like freaking awesome. And then she falls in love with this guy and she's like, I'm just going to be a normal lady now. And it was like the worst movie. And I was like, if I could rewrite Enchanted, <laughs> she would use her like singing power to like um, make become like a pop star and like take over the world and make animals do her bidding. Like <laughs> she would do it on a massive scale. It's like it's such an interesting concept in that movie. And I didn't like how she got rid of the thing that made her special in order to be with her man in the end. So well, well they're making an Enchanted too. Are they really? Yes. Huh. What? Yes, and and uh, Patrick Dempsey's character is always telling her not to sing. No, 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 no singing, no singing. This is not the time to sing uh-huh. that I've seen in the trailer. But yes, they are making an enchanted too. Enchanted too. Yes, but I want it to have that plot where she because she like uses her singing like. Well, hopefully so, she'll well, get hopefully tired she, of him in this world. Yeah, yeah, maybe I don't know. Well, maybe uh, she'll do a rousing rendition of "Let It Go." <laughs> <laughs> Let no, him go. So, in the movie, she's like, she starts out and she has like five songs. And then in the end, she's like, she's just like, is like, I don't think singing is that important anymore. I want to be a real person. But it's like, real people sing. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I sing all day. Bad I know. That's my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just because I can't sing doesn't mean I won't sing. Exactly. That's, that's my motto. That's our motto right there. <laughs> I don't know. What's the motto with you? What's a, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're right on. She got me with that one. Oh, wow. <laughs> Tanya's on a roll today. She is. She must be feeling butter. Anyway. Oh, now, what, what's, your pro, what's your process when you're sitting down to draw or write? Is there music or TV or movies that you have on in the background? Like I've heard different artists answer everything from complete silence to thrash metal. So what's your sort of getting ready to draw or having a background noise or whatever? Um, well, for me, the writing, it's really, uh, I have to be like super concentrated. So I can't have anything with lyrics when I'm writing because the words will like kind of interfere. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm listening to like the same song over and over again. Like, um, uh, but um, I usually, for writing, I start out uh, writing the things like plot points onto index cards until I kind of have thought of all the things that I might want to happen, and then I try to put them in order and make them into a good outline Mm -hmm. so that I don't forget to... That way I don't go on tangents when I go to write it, because once I finish a theme, I'm like, okay, what's the next index card? Otherwise, I'll just kind of do some sort of, like, I don't know. It's hard to edit myself down sometimes. Sounds like our podcast. For- exactly. <laughs> I, I think I, I think you would fit in very well with the team. We're just gonna bring her right into our tribe. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> that's it. You're part of the family now. Um, but uh, for drawing and stuff, um, I I don't really like having the TV on for any of it because I find it distracting. Mm-hmm. And also, it's my work setup is in such a way that it, it hurts my neck to look at the TV from where I sit when I draw. 
<laughs> but uh, I always have these like playlists that I um, that I make for like drawing and stuff, or I have special music that goes with a certain scene, mm-hmm. and I'll just like listen to the same song over and over again because it gets me into like the headspace of that scene. That moment. Like if I have like yeah. Mm-hmm. So like if I'm doing something that like. I don't know, is like magical feeling. I'll like listen to a, a magical sounding song or mm-hmm. if it's a sad scene, I'll listen to a sad song. I know exactly I what you're like talking about, helps. yeah. Yeah. It just like gets me in the zone like really easily to do that. And also it's a good excuse to like listen to my favorite songs on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my I, I have two kids and um, whenever I'm writing what they know, uh, um, because they'll come upstairs to where I'm working and, and they'll hear the, the playlist and my son will be like, oh, never mind. And he starts walking away. <laughs> I've got one. Go ahead, Tony. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of like uh, YouTube animators and uh, people who uh, do comics on YouTube. But have you ever thought about doing stuff like that? Or, um, or what is your opinion on uh, people who do stuff like that? <laughs> I don't really know a lot about it, but um, <laughs> mainly I, I don't... Like I said, I'm self-taught, so a lot of like the technical things I just don't know how to do. Um, for instance, animation. <laughs> I don't. It's not so yeah, animation. it's a lot more challenging, I would assume. I I think it, it's challenging, and it takes way way more time. Um, versus comics, you just draw the thing once, and everyone kind of gets what you mean, and then they go on to the next picture. And there's nothing lost in translation there, really. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, I I think that sounds cool and uh, seems like a good way to promote yourself. But <laughs> I would have to figure it out myself. Oh. I try to focus on um, making sure that I spend most of my time creating mm-hmm. rather than doing social media. I don't know if that's I don't know what the right thing to do is, but I. I think my deadlines always feel more urgent than like, oh, let's Instagram something. Well, it's working for you so far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this: Have have you, um, as as you've started this this career and you've got Hench Girl working and you've 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 um, been doing the online web comic, you've been working towards Dark Horse, all the stuff, and getting all, everything all moving in that. Have you have you found a lot of barriers in your way? Have you found obstacles that you've just been like, oh wow, I really. You know, there's there's a lot to this to get make this happen. Um, uh, I always b- break things down into really small tasks. Mm-hmm. So I try not. To, weirdly, I try not to think about the big picture mm-hmm. when I'm like, because I think the biggest barrier is just the amount of work it takes to make a comic. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's it's just a huge amount of work. Um, Beyond that, all you can do is hope that people like it. Cause right. that, and that's the big part that you have control over is mm-hmm. the actual making of the comic because you can't control how people... Well, I guess you can control how people react by making it really good. But um, I don't know. It's like that's the main thing to focus on. And I think that if people break it down into steps that are so small that they feel like they've accomplished something, even if it's just a drop in the bucket in the big picture... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the main thing to. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really had. I can't think of any huge roadblocks I've had other than like my computer crash. Like that, <laughs> that would be a big thing. roadblock. Right yeah, there. <laughs> that has made oh me God, cry on several occasions. Me once where my computer, the charging part, 
this is probably very boring for people to hear, but the charging <laughs> part wouldn't work. And I had to send it back. And then they lost it in the mail. Oh, no. Oh. They lost yeah. your computer. And they sent me a brand new one, but I lost a bunch of files. Oh, and it wow. Was terrible. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. And that wasn't even the first time that happened. It was like the third time that the <sighs> charging jack broke because something about this particular um, company's antique tablet mm-hmm. <laughs> is, uh, was like, it just like had some sort of a factory problem. Huh. But yeah, it was terrible. And so- I, I lost like a. I couldn't do any of my digital work for like a month and a half. Mm-hmm. So that was a huge obstacle. Yikes. But I just tried to, uh, I was just like, okay, you have to focus on the things you can do and just do all of those and just get behind on the digital part and to focus on the traditional art part. Now, I, I have I have one more question for you, and I think Tanya's got something. to. Tanya, go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, Stop putting me on the spot. Thanks, no. Sherry. Go ahead, Tanya. <laughs> Tanya, we're all looking at you, Tanya. Now, we're, now all, of, all eyes are on Tanya. Stop it. Podcast yeah. audience, look at Tanya. <laughs> Everyone stare. She's yes. tilting her head. <laughs> like, like I mentioned, Kristen, we're not professionals. So. <laughs> Mighty Monkey Productions is filled in front of a live studio ostrich. <laughs> on the spot you know that i hate it yes which is why i keep doing it so that you get used You're to it sure yes i am <laughs> no um sherry had mentioned that you've done uh, a, a couple of uh comic con shows and that's where uh sherry was able to meet you um what is your travel schedule like do you go to many cons or not um it kind of depends uh there the first year i did comics uh, i did like every show I could find in my area. But then I kind of, um, once I was kind of getting more accustomed to the way the industry works and stuff, I kind of figured out which shows I liked, which ones like fit my vibe more and my budget. Um, so for traveling and stuff, I usually just go to um, C2 and Emerald City Comic Con, mainly because those are both really big shows and uh, I have... Uh, people in the area who I can mm-hmm. stay with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then anything on the East Coast, I usually at least try. Um, I like doing conventions. Like I said, that's that's how I made any and every like network connection, network, networking connection that I did was the first time was at um, New York Comic Con my first year. This is actually really crazy. I was still working at my old day job. I I got a table based off of my boyfriend finding someone on Facebook who said, I need someone to share a table with me at New York Comic Con last minute. And he, like, forwarded it to me, and I was like, oh, me. And that's how I got in because it's really hard to get into New York Comic Con, especially in my case. I didn't have anything published at that point. Um, And then when I was there that first year, I got a book deal with Little Brown to illustrate um, this middle-grade uh, series called VIP, and that was enough to make me able to quit my old day job. So it was very much like a cause and effect thing from the networking. Well, that's cool. Now, um, I didn't know if you knew, but we are um, the purveyors of the Flower City Comic Con in Rochester, New York. Yes. 
and we were wondering if uh, you would be willing to travel up to hopefully sunny Rochester in June. Well, it's going to be in June, so anything is likely. It could snow. Who knows? Construction season. It's New York State. (laughs) (laughs) It's New York State. Anything's possible. Winter or construction. So it would be construction season. But sometimes uh, they happen at the same time. Yes. (laughs) So I I would love to. So it um, is June 9th and 10th, and. uh, Mm We would love to have you in, and I think uh, your uh, hench girl would fit in great with. Oh yeah, absolutely. What we do, we got a lot of folks up here, and we're going to have. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with her, uh, but Diane Lido is going to be uh, on uh, on Artist Alley this year as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool! So. Wow. But we can have that conversation off off the but air. But we're when doing we get our, our formal invite. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to have you on board. <laughs> I'll be there. I Good live deal. in New York after all. It's not that inconvenient. There you go. <laughs> New York See? Is gigantic, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you know, when I was all throughout college, even though we were in New York while I was in college, people are like, Oh, you're you're in New York. Do you live near the city? Do you go to broad Broadway a lot? I'm like, uh, it's eight hours away, dude. <laughs> They're like, What? There's New a whole state big? between us and them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Mostly woods. <laughs> <laughs> I got one more question for you, and then I'm gonna let you off the hook at this point, Kristen. And, and that is my, my curiosity is this. Is there a dream project, something that, that you've just been wanting to do or would you love to be a part of um, and, and you just haven't had that opportunity yet? Well, Tavi, you just asked her Flower City Comic Con. Well, there's that. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was it right there. That's... <laughs> it's only a taste of um, near Comic Con. Uh, I, I mean, my favorite thing, I think, is to make my own stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Like, it feels very uh, satisfying because on the one hand, I'm like, I drew it. And then on the other hand, I'm like, it's also an expression of, like, my, like, I don't know, everything inside my head. So that's, like, the most fun thing ever. But I guess if I could do, like, a one-shot X-Men issue where I could do anything I wanted, that's the, the I, I, um, I would want to have complete creative control and just be able to do one story that like has nothing to do with whatever else they're doing in x-men mm-hmm. at the time like i would just want to do like an x-men one shot and just do like a really awesome like contained short story for that that's phenomenal that's it's cool i didn't you know i didn't see that one coming that's that's awesome um well, I are love there partic- superpowers especially weird ones are there <laughs> particular like, um basically are there particular x-men you would you would use for your one shot any particular one you would lean towards I don't know. I'd probably make up my own X Men, but I I also love I love um, so many of the X Men characters. Mm-hmm. There's I so love, many to like, choose from. Cyclops and like. Are you a Jubilee Fly. fan by any chance? I love Jubilee. I, I'm I'm looking at. I'm guessing that you probably had drawn Jubilee at one time, maybe. Yeah, I I did a print of her. Okay, but you is know that what you're I looking really at? Tanya? I think Emma so. Frost. Emma Frost. She's like my favorite, my favorite X Men female character. Oh, because she's just so straight up badass. That's the thing, and, and she fits into like, that kind of way you were looking at. Because you you like that whole, that ambiguity. You know, you can go either way, and, and and she definitely suits that character. Yeah, but she's like she's hilarious, mm-hmm. and she's like a very specific type of person, mm-hmm. and she's like morally ambiguous as well. I don't know. She's she's my gal. Awesome. Hey, Chris, I see that she's done Invincible Iron Man also. Ooh. That would be uh, one of your favorites. Uh-huh. I'm a, I'm a big Iron Man fan. Iron Man and Spider-Man, my two guys. But, okay, we can babble about that for hours, and we will do that at the convention. <laughs> so, 
But Kristen, we're going to wrap up at this point. I wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today and sharing Hench Girl with us. Um, is oh, there an easy you. is there an easy way to find like a website or or a particular place to go to? Um, well, I think the best place to find out stuff about me and my work is probably Twitter, Instagram. My mm-hmm. handle there is henchgirl underscore comic. Okay, I think I found you on uh, Twitter on while we were them. chatting, so I'm, I'm, I hopefully I've, I've got the I followed the right account. I'm, I'm, when it comes to social media, I have people to do that for me because I'm so inept at it. Someone has to teach me how to Twitter. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But um, all right, well, my, my sister took Kay Gudsnuck. My sister took Kay Gudsnuck because we have she's Catherine and I'm Kristen, uh-huh. and so people are always tagging her and stuff. And I'm like, huh, that's not her Twitter handle already. <laughs> 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 all right, so it's not Kay Gudsnuck. That it's it's Hench Girl underscore, underscore comic. comic. Yep. Yeah, on you can follow both of us. My okay. sister would appreciate it. There you go. <laughs> we can follow her. <laughs> that's it. We're gonna we're gonna have the we're gonna have the FC three account follow Catherine. Okay. And then we'll just start tagging her and everything for Kristen. <laughs> tell Kristen this. Yes. Can you tell Kristen that we're, we're looking forward to seeing her in June? That'll be great. All right. So for, for Edwin and for Dolly and for Tony and for Sherry and Tanya and Billy and myself, I am Chris. This has been Kristen, and we appreciate your time with us today. This has been Monkey Business, and we are the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con. Coming at you June 9th and 10th of 2018 at the Floriano Rochester Riverside Convention Center. Love us on Facebook, www.facebook.com backslash FC3ROC. It's like you have it committed to memory. Oh, it's like I've been have said it like a fifty-five he needs times. To be committed. Yeah. I need to be committed. <laughs> That's the thing. Definitely need to be committed. <laughs>